Hello, beautiful people, internet people, and those of genders that we know and do not understand. How are you doing this week? This never ending, seemingly, week. You know, only a Republican would be as stressed out about watching elections as you. Am I stressed? Yes. Or is it my PTS? (laughs) I'm quite pleased. I don't know what you're talking about. See, my co-host has the impression that I am a not to start this with politics again, but goddamn what you gonna do this week. I mean, my co-host is under the impression that for some reason I'm a Republican. No. I'm a Democrat with motherfucking socialistic views that sometimes sound a bit conservative. And I get that. I understand some people think that that's a thing that doesn't exist. It's fine. We can research. That's what all Republicans say. Just like I have one black friend. That is not what all Republicans say. All Republicans say I have one black friend and no nigga you can't get shit from me. I don't say that. (laughs) You say both of those things. It depends on the nigga. They say niggas in general. I pick and choose the niggas I don't give thanks to. Anyway, we're in the never-ending American election, apparently. <laughs> 72 hours in. And uh, obviously, Biden has won. But, you know, what you going to do? Fuck about how you, fuck about how you feel about this shit, dog. Like, who the fuck are you so we can get to the shit? I be the one and only motherfucking busy black, aka busy nine three, aka the motherfucking gango dot, aka Kwame Khalifa. Release me! <laughs> they was gonna release me this week or next week. AKA the motherfucking Tiki Torch Nazi daughter slayer. Why? Because while all you niggas go and act play superhero and action movie in your garages and basements for the impending doom of the democratic takeover. I fuck your daughters on the weekends and they love it. It's cool. Anyway, um, AKA get holidays. If I can fit them in, I don't like bitches meeting the family and all of that. You know, it depends on the holiday. AKA busy soldier. AKA young busy Kimbo. Cause I'll slice you in the motherfucking face. Rest in peace Kimbo bitch. A.K.A. Mr. Thousand Latins in your lobby, thousand Africans in your lobby, thousand Haitians in your lobby. Why? Because I know them all. And goddamn it, Black Lives Matter. So if you want to fuck with me or them, you fuck with all of us. Kanye not building a stronghold there for nothing, you bitch. A.K.A. I don't remember the rest, but my dick is dangling from the halls of Valhalla and I'm here. What's up? Busy 9-3, bitch. Uh, good for you. Uh, I didn't have mine memorized because yeah, yeah, I don't do that. And did that sound memorized to you? <laughs> to a degree, to a it degree. Wasn't. <laughs> I know it isn't, but you did quite well to not have it memorized. I'm sure I could do well as well, but it's 
These niggas don't pay me enough for that shit. So hailing from the home of bitch and tequila, 50 cent margaritas and cartel dealing is the A1 on the mic. Motherfucking Jose Ortega, a.k.a. if your girl looking at me from across the room, either I fucked her already if she wants to fuck me, but now you don't know. And then you insecure as fuck, you bitch. You're going to be looking just like Donald Trump is going to be on his way out the White House, dog. Just like, what happened? Stop I don't the know. Goat. Stop the you- goat. Yeah, they, aka Tequila Poppy, aka Martin Quarantino, aka all Jews and white people owe me money. Why, Mr. 9-3? I believe, just as they say the Democrats are trying to steal this election, they stole our culture. Even mother, we can't forgive them. None at all. AKA the dopest things in fences and all cut hair around perpetrating your motherfucking neighborhood near you. AKA Joey Leprous. AKA the Pie God. AKA me and your girl pointing laugh at you and busy spit hit you at Little Caesars while you bombing. Your grandfather's having a heart attack. Your grandmother is like dying of a stroke and I spilled my $30 Slurpee on her. So I'm mad. You know why the price is going up on the Slurpees? Because we there every week, goddammit. Goddammit. Shit. Sold out. AKA the next revolutionary immigrant. AKA I'm God, bitch, you not. There's hope. That's why God. And there's Pod God. Praise the Holy Trinity. God damn it. Fuck AKA the reason your girl has whiplash. AKA overtime Ortega. AKA Tony juggling the speakerphone. Hence, again, mad. AKA 2020 Space Ghost. AKA the improper disciple. AKA Debo Yo. AKA. AKA Roly and his faceless. Why? Because I'm tasteless. God damn it. I'm just gonna have a. I'm just gonna have to just put like a brick of cocaine that's right next to some shrimp, just because I'm tasteless. I don't even give a delicious. fuck. That sounds yeah, delicious, right? That sounds AKA delicious, man. Dip the, dip the shrimp in the coke before you eat it, right? Tasteless. Uh, AKA yeah, Tito Lee. AKA, AKA Washington Irresponsible. AKA Zay Mysterio. AKA Kush Crusader. And it's episode one thirty of the Nine Millennial Millennials podcast. House of Spades Media, and we in this bitch. And it's election week. So now you can get your political show. Nah, nigga. We, we had in this, we in this last bitch. week. We in this bitch. To talk we, about. In this bitch. we in this bitch. Hey, hey, look, fam. I'm just saying, last last four years ago, I made an, uh, made a video right after election night because it was a clear unanimous thing at that point, like after the first night that Hillary had clearly lost and Trump won the bitch, that motherfucking like the turnout which is bullshit like niggas didn't really seriously fucking vote or vote at all and yeah and they the motherfuckers thought that having the, the cheeto man in office would have been some people thought it was gonna be funny you know and now I, look at the shit storm that we are in and now look at it now you it know changes the, you know the, we gripping right. in some states nigga uh. oh no 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 fuck Clinching some states. We done got it. We, we, we crip dance, blood walk, and everything else you could. Nigga, crip walk, every, every motherfucking thing you could do on a state. The Democrats have pretty much done in the last few hours. I mean, or at least the main Democrat everybody was looking at. But shout out to everybody who used their fucking right to vote and utilize their right. Uh, you know, the I would say uh, responsibly. That's the word I'm looking for, and not like a fucktard and shit. Those people that voted Kanye. Matter of fact, six Kanye had sixty thousand votes, my nigga. He did, he did. And along ah. with that sixty thousand, you want to know the beautiful poetry of the universe? Mm. Even if Trump 
got more states, he'd still lose. And even if Biden won all of the states that he's leading in right now, this is why I say it's poetry. If Biden won all of the states he's leading in right now, it would be the complete inverse of what it was four years ago, 306 to two, whatever. It would be the exact same score, just blue over red versus red over blue. With that being said, yeah, but that would be a that would be an overall smoke for uh uh like Biden would have smoked Trump for real for real. The the different like that would be an electoral vote and popular vote. Last election, Hillary won the popular vote, lost the electoral. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, so, I guess so, you know, but that's yeah, what I'm so saying. Trump, isn't that yeah, isn't so that Trump got, got, got what? Isn't, isn't that poetic to a certain degree? In my opinion, it is. But when you get to the 60,000 people, and even, I mean, Kanye or not, who the fuck is Joe Jorgensen? Did you see that shit on your your ballot? Joe Jorgensen? Yeah, I had to look that up. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck that is. I didn't bother to look it up. She got more votes than Kanye. Now, all of them took votes from the two people that were there, obviously. Well, that's another conversation for another podcast. Look, man, but Kanye don't belong in no goddamn presidential valley. What the fuck is going on? Fuck is Kanye, first Kanye, off, Kanye, you sixty thousand motherfuckers. It should be ashamed of yourself. First off, your mother should have been spaded. Your daddy should have been neutered, and y'all shouldn't be fucking existed. That shit is fucking terrible. What's wrong with you? Who votes? Who who votes for the nigga who can't even hold himself together in a goddamn uh in a Joe Rogan interview to run the fucking country? What's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you people? You know what's fucked up? Him the the Joe Rogan interview was the best he's held himself together, and it was terrible. It was I thought it, I thought it was pretty. Easy. I, I thought it I thought it I thought it was on brand. Like Look, I said last week, I was no scientist, but uh. I can pretty much evaluate without having a PhD that that nigga still needs to either be medicated, whether it's some type of pharmaceutical medication, if that's what he would prefer or not prefer, or some type of holistic medication like so, or just shut the fuck up and sit down somewhere. His new drug, his new drug is Christianity and family. He gonna blow one and it's going to destroy his relationship with the other. I'll let you be the guess, like the one to guess which one is which. Any nigga hang out with Joel Osteen too long, I can't make a call. Joel Osteen talk with his eyes closed and get all the money in the world. I can't. I don't got argue no. With I don't have do hope that. for people. Beyonce <laughs> just truthfully don't like. I just don't have no hope for you. If Beyonce just really don't like you, I don't fuck with you. What if you find out Beyonce didn't like you? Man, I can't fuck with me then. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you kind of can't fuck. Because if she don't fuck with you, Hove automatically. You just kind of can't do certain things that you kind of want to do. You can't do nothing no more. You actually can't. You'd have to go in the corners of the earth and survive in places where they didn't know where, who Beyonce was because they were so poor they didn't have technology. That's that shit to make you ask niggas like Safari for a favor. You don't want to never be in the position where you ask Safari for a favor, even if you Eric Amina. Which, by the way, aside from all this politics shit, <laughs> did you hear what our friend did? They mean your friend Safari? No, I mean our friend. 
That's your. That's definitely your homie. I have more sugar you than he is to me. He's from the islands. That's your shit. Anyway, no, um, it's not. It is. Uh, Mexico an is an island. It's, it's, it's not. It kind of is. It's, it's not American. It might as well be. It technically <laughs> is in Central America. You stupid fuck. <laughs> what do you mean? That's not Republican shit. You Republican as hell. See, what do you mean? Your, your wall ain't gonna get built no more. See, this was uh, this was current. There's a week. wall around the White House right now. You think I give a fuck about a wall around Mexico? Why is there a wall around the White House? This nigga's so pussy to protect the nigga that's trying to build Yo, a wall for uh, before we around Mexico. Before we move on, let me just say that right because I don't want to spend a lot of time on politics. We had a whole po- political episode last time, and that's not really what we do. I mean, we we voice our opinion, but that's not really what we. This nigga actually sat up at 6.30, 6 o'clock p.m., 7 o'clock p.m., depending on where you at, 3 p.m., depending on where you at, came on TV and threw a bitch fit in the East Room of the White House. (laughs) It was quite emotional. That is the first time in history ever of me, yours truly, busy nine three, district nine thirty-seven, in the ninety-third district of bullshit street in America Lane. God damn it! I lived there, and I saw what I interpreted as an American embarrassment. Absolutely. And usually I reserve <coughs> those phrases and ideas to say something is an American, American embarrassment. It's like, you know, I leave that to the pundits and the people that have like lived their life doing this thing, right? That was the first time I was sitting there as the nigga I am that was like, yo, this is embarrassing. Like it's one thing to have niggas laughing at you theoretically or metaphorically for the last four years. It's another thing when you as an American, no matter to what degree the rest of America thinks you're an American because you're whatever color or whatever you are. I'm sitting there as a full-blown American citizen that voted. Like, yo, this is embarrassing, bro. This this is fucked up. All the shit he tweeted, all the shit he said. Are you ready ready to admit now that I was right four years ago when I said we're not going to have a major fucking attack or from no other country or anything else like that because we're going to destroy each other civilly and we're going to look stupid as fuck and no one's going to have to do it for us. We're going to do it ourselves. I don't think I took it as that when you said it originally. I think when you yeah, said that originally... Like everything that I said happened. I think like, when you said that originally, I was like, yeah, you right, barring a terrorist, but I mean, I guess your your definition of how stupid things could get could change day to day in the last four years. But for you to have said that the way you said it is like, okay, yeah, but it ain't going to be like that. And even shit I said that I told people, even shit I said that I told people in private that was like, you know, this nigga not going to like, even if he lose, he's not going to leave, right? Like you know, like he gonna act a certain way if he does lose, even though he gonna tell and you, you he may or may not. A year ago, and look like you look at yeah, he's acting like the fucking five year old he always was. Like <laughs> he's a five year old Cheeto. 
stale as ever. Nigga, come on. <laughs> look, even when he, there was a recount in the last and whatever state it was last uh, election, nigga, he only got a hundred and what thirty-one more votes in his favor. Nigga, it's not worth all that money to go get a hundred and thirty-one more votes. Fuck them hundred and thirty-one. But if you a couple, like right now in Nevada, he's like twenty-three thousand up. Arizona, about thirty bands up. You filed 10 lawsuits. Six of them got thrown out of court the first day. And then you turned around and said that the niggas, the election that got your people, your Republican people that you helped get elected, you said that they did what? Were cheated when they won. Why? Because you were cheated. So how does every other Republican win what they were going for re-election for but you and you the only one that got cheated when you helped them get re-elected? That's another podcast. This my all this, you 60,000 niggas this is we got the Kanye Cheeto man out dick. dance. <laughs> hey, this is my Cheeto man out dance. I've been seeing you do it. I see it. We gonna have to throw the red up. We gonna have to throw some flames over you in the post production so you can get some uh, you flaming hot Cheeto. So you gonna express free. your oh shit, pre Kwame too, nigga. Ash, Mody Dance. Hey, yo. Yo, yo. Yo, 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 yo. Shout out to the Durant Detroiter for recognizing that you are the one and only John Conyers, and I am the one and only Kwame Khalifa. I had to Kwame look up Kill, who AKA Kwame Kilpatrick to this hip hop podcast gang. Hey, I didn't I, look, fam. Free Kwame. Shout out to hey, the, you. Ain't um, from Detroit, both of them biggest savages in their own man, way. Man, get it together. If John Conyers is going to visit Kami in prison, what that tell you, nigga? Something's in progress. You talking to Thanos, nigga? Something's <laughs> 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 in progress, nigga. <laughs> like, you don't want to know who our Thanos is. And shout out to Stacks, like, yeah. Yeah, free Kwame. It's about time, though. I feel like that nigga been in, like... Like seven years, five years. Where is he locked up in prison now? Is he still in Texas? They still have him there? I don't know. No, I think he's in Jackson. I feel like... Where? He's been in Jackson this whole time? I feel like... I I don't know for a fact, but I feel like I heard he was in Jackson. I don't know. It's been a while, fam. Was it like like freshman year high school he got locked up? I was talking to Ace the other day. He was like, bro, Kwame been in jail since we was in like middle school. I'm like, no, nigga. Well, no, no I said, no, 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 no. I said you right. And then we looked it up. Kwame only been in jail since 2013. That's after high school for us. But the case took that long to litigate with the dead stripper and all of that shit, the money. It took that long to litigate from like 05 to like 2013 that's how long it took to get a sentence Dang, and then he did right? from 2013 he did i think he went in they said he went in october and november 2013 and then uh, he did seven years he's doing a seven piece yeah hey you know what get you know what shout out to him for being a stand-up nigga and not snitching yeah i still don't know the logistics of that story so i don't know if i can back that but if I gotta be the podcast, call me Kilpatrick. I'll be that. <laughs> Don't be a snitch. You could be the podcast, Frank Lucas. Hey, I'd rather be Kwame Kilpatrick. Exactly. I don't know what that says hey, about I... me, but 
I mean, you, if you just would rather be a better person, better version of something. I'm just saying. I mean, can you be a better version of a gangster, a better version of a rat? Motherfucking six there nine bitch no ass was laughing at that rat is a rat and is always gonna be a rat. And you, six nine you, you bitch ain't ass. Shit, could you? Six nine bitch ass was laughing at motherfucking King Von getting shot on on Instagram live. Like the bitch he is, he was laughing at some shit like that and laughing. Rest in peace, King Von. Right? Like rest in peace, King Von. I didn't never. I heard probably two songs from the nigga, but I heard yeah, the hype it. around him and like all the I, but I heard but you know what I'm saying the hype around him all of that you shit. Hear the name. It was niggas that I, I that fuck with him for real. Like that and to be 26, like nigga, I'm 26, like that that shit fell away when I see black men daughters my age for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that shit fell away. Yeah, that shit fucked up, man. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. You know? Especially when they and yeah, good. Yeah, and and you and your man's motherfucking Daniel Hernandez is a straight bitch ass nigga, bro. Like oh, that man, shit is fucking. Put that over, it, it's like he looked for opportunities to try. And I was thinking about this other day. Hit me in the video today. I don't know if she did it on purpose. You know, whoa, Vicky. She tried to mm-hmm. hit me in the video today. I don't know if it was on purpose, but it said, "Whoa, Vicky, mentioned you on the live." So I click it. I didn't get joined to the live. I think it might have been a typo or something, but it said it. So I click into her shit and she holding the rat talking about some hey six nine, how you doing? You good? What's up? Everybody don't hey, don't nobody fuck with this nigga, man. Fuck that bitch. Nah, <laughs> like I was thinking about the shit the other day and I was like, you know what? That nigga been ran silent. Like until like, yesterday with his bitch ass. Yeah, and then I'm just like, and but I still it didn't come across my Twitter feed and shit. So my Twitter feed is still trying to silence that nigga. So that means the regular people trying to silence him. Label trying to sound some nigga, it's over. Not to mention, and you just and you just keep making enemies on your way out. You just, know what I'm saying? Eventually, you're not gonna have them feds around you protecting you. And once you do, just end up like fucking fucking Griselda Blanco in front of the motherfucking uh, final of the year, motherfucker. Just so I can say this on behalf of Crimson Alchemist, um, I saw a post with uh, by Double XL, the one and only. That uh was basically promoting Six Nine's response to King Von's death, and not that I want to dive into how I feel about Double XL or hip hop magazine publications or hip hop publications as a whole, but I, I you know, I thought that was pretty fuck about what Double XL think today. It's not about who gives a fuck about what they think. It's about the fact that they've lasted this long to where they're a noticeable and known publication in the culture. And for them to keep putting out the bullshit, like, for them to keep putting out the bullshit they put out, bro, is you 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 basically TMZ. And if you want to be TMZ, TMZ, be TMZ for hip-hop, like a say cheese. But don't brand yourself as the thing for hip hop because that's what they brand themselves as that's why there's a freshman list every year that's why they're because niggas are supposedly or the industry supposedly pays attention to these things when all these niggas do anytime it's not a freshman list is act like bitches i'm tired of that shit i don't even want to be a part of no freshman list if i'm the hottest nigga i don't give a fuck about the because there's mad niggas that i think who are elite level mcs who when they freshman moment was there when they were steep, they were even then a freshman, um, like an elite level MC, weren't on a freshman cover. So I don't give a fuck about that. That's shit. never really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't uh, care. Reason was never on a fucking freshman cover. 
I mean, we can go through the list. Like the list of people that should have been on the freshman list is longer than the list of people that are on the freshman list. And that's one of Double XL's many fuck ups. Look, fam. The best freshman list cover was the one with. I don't want to be media attacking media. Like like game, game easy and uh, you know, game, uh, game easy and Ross. That was like. That, that that man, man. Most of them niggas are still here today. I never understood it. Game Kanye and Ross on the same nigga. There was see that, and that's the thing because you can say that. And there was a time where that list was coveted. That list was sacred. That list meant something. Them four stars or five stars or three stars in the source meant something. There was a time when that was the case. That's some old hip-hop shit for niggas that's 25 or below and do or don't know the ins and outs of hip-hop. That was a thing growing up. Double XL has progressively gotten worse. I don't know who owns them or if they're independent, but they have progressively gotten worse for the last... 18 years, 17 years. Not well, gotten it wrong. Not gotten it wrong. Now. They've gotten it right to some degree with certain people. They've gotten it right. But as a whole, they've tried to become like a hip-hop TMZ. Yeah, but that's where a lot of the the the, the companies that were magazine, like hip-hop or music publications and magazines and shit back when magazines were a fucking thing and mattered. That was their whole problem in survival is like the evolution to this new wave where people don't look at magazines, social media, and other type of shit. So them motherfuckers are modeling so that, like so for that, themselves for the I, most part from TMZ, who is who conquered the out on the street paparazzi game and the social media and clickbait game as well. So yeah, it looked nasty as fuck. Double XL is like the DJ Vlad of motherfucking of the game right now. Like, no, don't don't put that on them. I'm putting. I'm that not on gonna, them. as much as I don't like Double XL. Don't put that on them. DJ Vlad is in the class all of himself. Well, they're the MTV then. They're Viacom. <laughs> Matter of fact, Viacom might own Double XL. I know they own Comp. So, what does that tell you? I mean. And that has been a thing in hip hop over the last two years where, you know, companies owning publications that are supposed to represent the culture. That's been a thing. But at the same time, when you got a publication that's been, for lack of a better word, embedded in the culture for better part of two decades, why is it only relevant to them to sensationalize shit. Just like a complex. Like, I got my problems with complex the same way I got my problems with double XL. Only thing with double XL is they smaller than complex is right now because Viacom owns them. I don't know what owns or who owns double XL, but I know for a fact Viacom owns complex and they put out way more crazier shit. But I mean, it's crazy shit. Like, like. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's talking. crazy shit. I, I like what you're like, saying. Dude. I don't know if it's crazy shit in the sense of like you want to demean black people or you want to demean hip hop or you want a certain situation to look a certain way. I don't know who's got money behind what or 
wants what to happen. I'm just saying, when you're talking about black media or hip hop publications or hip hop media, it's crazy when you see prominent ones doing bottom of the barrel shit. That shit bugs yeah. me. Well, Not that no. it bugs me more than a video of 6 9 laughing at a nigga dying. That bugs me more. But the fact that you as a publication saw that and was like, yo, yeah, let's run with this to get the like yeah, there was a plan behind like that. That's that's the shit that's crazy. But that, that's what and don't never hold though. me to some shit where I'm like, okay, I'm the most woke nigga or I'm never gonna post no crazy shit. No, some shit is worth posting, it's worth posting. And I get why double XL posted it. I do get it. But for you to be a double XL. Or to be double XL, not a double XL, to be double XL and engaging that shit is ridiculous to me. Like, I don't care how big this shit grow. If we grow it, we can have a whole news wing about only hip hop and shit, right? It would never be some shit where we only promoting or are promoting at all, motherfucking just the bullshit that happens in hip hop. It's not just gonna be the hottest thing. Oh, oh, Tiger was. Slapping a bitch in the hotel at 9.30 on Las Vegas, but it ain't going to be that. It's either real shit or it's not. <laughs> kind of like with this election that, shit. It's either oh real shit or it's God, not. God, that's us. In, <laughs> in, a, in a multiverse theory, that probably is us, though. You're right. Yeah, you're right. That kind of just blew my mind just thinking about it. Like, I can't imagine myself as Harvey with the fucking, with, with, with the cup and shit. Just like, like, so, so what did Kanye do? What, what, what did he do? What, what, going to the board and shit. Like, I could, oh my God. <laughs> like, if I had to watch that, like, if there were, that, that breaks my heart just thinking about it. I would just look at myself like, oh, wow. <sighs> That's terrible. Uh, at a certain That's point. fucked up. Like, 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 I guess, like we said, nigga, it ain't over till it's over. Oh. But at a certain point, it's over. At a certain point, it's over. <laughs> that broke my heart. That broke my heart a little bit. Like, oh my God. I could never. Good. I mean, I guess all I of that. I, I said all of that to say, rest in peace, King Von. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Shout out to Bust Rhymes all, um, on a lighter note to, for having like an amazing fucking album. Like amazing, even though it took him like forty-seven years to make this album. Like, god damn it, it is it, it's it's worth the wait. Even though you never you never released an album, shut up. Like he he released an amazing, huh? I'm my forty-fourth year, nigga. No, it's not. Well. You gonna you gonna sell me your you you gonna sell me you gonna sell me the fucking four songs that you got right now for busy detox for a thousand dollars and I'm gonna leak that shit on YouTube and that's gonna be the propeller of your career. Probably not. You ain't even gonna yeah. know what to do with the songs once you pay the thousand dollars. I wouldn't even let you waste a thousand dollars like that. Oh, and I'm I say waste because it. you wouldn't know how to promote it. Uh, I would. Whew. You gonna do go on Reddit and promote it to a bunch of MAGA supporters so they can tell you how big of a piece of shit you are? Oh, absolutely not. I'm a genius, not a fucking moron. 
I'm spending a thousand dollars. I'm gonna make a million off of it. Duh. Oh, if you think you make a million off my masters without me, you're insane. Speaking I'm gonna pull of I'm gonna pull genius. an LA read on your dumb ass, nigga. Watch it. Like, watch. <laughs> watch. Nigga said I'm gonna pull an LA read. <laughs> Shit. Yo, shout out to LA Reed. If you need to do an interview, my nigga, give me you learn from LA. Nigga, you gotta learn from LA. Rest in peace, Andre Harrell. We wanted to get him on here. Man, fam. That bro, I was so hurt when I found out that man. Rest in peace, Andre Harrell, man. Damn. That shit's crazy. Rest in peace, uh Chris Lighty, too. Like I watched that but um that Buster Rhymes interview and that I brought back some shit. Like Bus had a moment. Let's be like, honest. It was like a whole. It was like a whole forty-five him. minutes where he was like, where it was like really they was really because he was one of the niggas for him. Yeah. Any you know hip hop executive was, that actually helped like, any, yo. you know what I'm saying? Like any hip hop executive, known or unknown. I'm saying it right now because nigga, I you might be unknown and I might run into your ass and we know each other and we got something. Who the fuck knows? But all I'm saying is, nigga, any hip-hop executive that got a motherfucking executive in their own way or executive executive, you got something brewing, you got something going, nigga, rocking, fucking, like, because who knows, nigga? You might fuck around, catch a heart attack and be talked about by the nigga that you put on. True. That's dark, but you know, hey. How did we get to that? What? The like Slidey and uh, the, the Busta Rhymes thing. I was just shouting out Busta Rhymes for having out a dope album. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to Busta Rhymes like, for having an album with songs on it from 15 years ago. Great job. I'm going to listen to it soon. Um, yeah, I'm never listening to the Carter Five again, so, yeah, why not? <laughs> Add extra things okay. to... I'm glad you said that, because you know... In the saying you never listen to Carter Five again, I have to ask myself. I hope people do that coonery. And the audience, why would you say something like that? Because uh, Lil Wayne a coon. Because Lil, Lil Wayne's a coon. Our audience knows how literal and just like blatantly just direct I am. I don't think I need to be any more <laughs> than that. That's how I feel. There's, there's no but. I'm just saying because the man himself elaboration to that shit. I'm just saying because the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, the goat himself, the podcast myself. No, the goat of hip hop, the legend, oh, the man, the myth himself, live from New Orleans via Twitter made a statement known as one Ice Cubington did for the situation at hand. He says, and I quote, I live the way I love and I love the way I live. I'm a lover, not a fighter because they burn out. I'm an eternal fire burning love. Either leave with a tan or a third degree burn, or stay and die in love. You 
You look like you're sweating. Sincerely, the fireman. If that don't get you back on board, I don't know what does. That's the one thing that Kanye wrote in the last like seven years. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Kanye wrote that tweet. (laughs) That sounds like some shit Lil Wayne would say now to me. No, it don't. This is not to me. No, it does not like some shit Lil Wayne would say. It's not look, fam. You replace certain Lil Wayne words with replace certain words with God and Jesus. Replace certain words with God and Jesus. And there you go. That's a Kanye tweet. That's like seven Kanye tweets because it wouldn't have been all in a row. I think God but, was only used well, God wasn't used one time. He said, look, "I love man, the way I live." One you know, of I, those I sixty thousand. One of those sixty thousand motherfucking votes was from Lil Wayne for Kanye. No, that was black man for Trump. No, it wasn't. It was. It was. It's an undeniable fact, unfortunately, that Donald Trump had the highest turnout of African American men and women and Hispanic men and women than ever. Like ever. For anybody. The same way Joe Biden claimed the status of the nigga that the most people, the most people in history ever voted for a president, like black, white, whatever the most people ever voted for this one guy, the most black people next to Obama and the most Hispanics ever voted for Trump this time around. Didn't they do or not voted for Trump, but voted uh what they call it, uh voted uh what they call it? What they call Use it? your brain, nigga. Your mind thought. Thank you. They vote. Basically, half of the niggas from Republican areas voted for fucking Biden, but then the other half voted for Trump. And the half that voted for Trump was predominantly, outside of obvious white, was predominantly African-American and Hispanic versus where it was in city areas where you knew the Democrat would get to vote. Kind of. But you know what I'm saying? Like it was a, That was a thing that Donald Trump had the biggest turnout. He's ever had, and the Republicans have ever had. The Republican Party, coons like Star, black people, Lil Wayne, uh, Ice Cube, Fifty Cent, and Gunplay, and Kanye West. Yeah, I was about to say, did I say Gunplay? He didn't. You said Ice. You said Star and Lil Wayne. I was getting the Gunplay. Gunplay too. I figured I'd you know fifty balance out the list. <laughs> yeah, balance out the list. Yeah, but they all coons. Okay. And and if you're cooning to that le- to that de- degree and level, mine is ice cube. I will not slander ice cube. Ice cube. But to, I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. You proved it. You said you said yourself he played himself. You said he it privately, say it publicly. He played himself. You saw the tweet. He played himself. You saw what he claimed. You saw what he, he acted like he did. You he saw what he though. acted like he was about to do. You saw that. Claim yeah, it publicly like he did privately. <laughs> I think we've been, I think for years, motherfucker, I think there's been, I'm going to put it like this. 
50 out of the gate and cooned himself. Gunplay out of the gate cooned himself. And we didn't expect him to ever come out as coons, but there we go. But we have the proof of timeline coonism that we just denied from uh, from Kanye and Lil Wayne. Like, we seen it. We heard him. And we was like, no. Prior to meeting with Trump, I wouldn't no. call him Atlanta Cruz. And then we seen it happen. And then it is, and then it, and, it, and it has been happening. And we seen it right happen right before our eyes. We seen yes, we're hearing it. Yes. And that's an undeniable. But certain motherfuckers put themselves in that box just because they just jumped the wrong chip on, you know, jumped shipped on some bullshit. Well, let's get back. But they still gonna be held. They still gonna be held accountable by me. Well, let's get back. Gunplay is still a coon. Let's get back to Dwayne. Do you think Dwayne meant any harm or meant any endorsement, so to speak, by taking that picture and claiming that if Trump did win, it would be good for a black community? Because you could say that Ice Cube wasn't wrong for. Regardless of what you think about him not wanting to take a Skype call with Kamala or whatever the media says, you, you could also say that he was wrong for meeting with Trump on this plan that may or may not happen. Cube is wrong for saying that he came up with the plan for Black people and brought it to them, which is why I said there's got to be a deeper play to this. I guess it was some form of notoriety. I don't know what he got out of it other than saying... Y'all niggas mad at me? Ah, all right. Can't nobody help you niggas. Which isn't, that's not word for word what he said, but you know, it was like, how y'all niggas mad at me? Like, I'm cute. Like, I tried to help. Like, it was like, nigga, yeah, but come on. You can't tell me niggas that love Lil Wayne didn't see him standing next to him and then go vote for him. The same way how niggas that love Kanye didn't see Kanye doing what he's doing and go like, yeah, fuck both of them guys. It's the same thing. It's exactly yeah, why it aided I, just the way in Lil Pump, just the way Donald Trump niggas that called Lil Pump, Lil, Lil, Lil Pimp. The people that listen to Lil Pump can't vote. <laughs> like, it, 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 but Donald matter. Trump, but no, but think about it. Donald Trump put Lil put Donald Trump put Lil Pump onto a whole new demographic of people. All because he got up there. And Trump that's what's going to get little seconds. pump the fuck up out of here. You can't be spitting Adderall up out of here. There ain't even been a question. These fucking white kids and shit like you Eminem and this is 2001. See, no, that's the these, white, these white people who get you the fuck out of here. Pump ain't white. They don't want their kids addicted to pump the opioid epidemics and the hair rind. Pump is your people, though. That's your people. Oh, pump is, that is your people. Mexican. Don't you fucking do that. No. I'm not Mexican. No. I'm not Mexican. Pump is Neither Mexican. is he. Neither yes, he is. is. Neither is pump he. Is, Lil Pump is a Mexican. Lil Pimp. No. Lil Pimp is a Mexican. Trump no. called him Lil Pimp. Lil Pimp is a Mexican. No. Yes. No. He's you Mexican that deserves to be taxed more than 33%. <laughs> yes, but no. It's not. No. And I would hold that to an end of him and Daniel Hernandez can, can no. him and Daniel Hernandez can never be Mexican. I don't think Daniel can afford thirty three percent at this point. Little pimp definitely can. 
You ever seen Mile 22? I've heard of it. What is that? Refresh my memory. It's a it's an action movie. It has a uh, Mark Wahlberg in it, and uh, I remember the trailer slightly. Yeah, he asks. It, it's almost like he plays the. Uh, you see, remember the Departed, uh, and the and the character he played in the. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dignum and how much of he was an asshole and a dickhead and was just in your face. Uh, it was, it's like if he actually was in another movie, that same character, but he got to shoot at shit. Hard. Oh. Okay. okay. And it's one of those movies that got mad twist in it and shit, but it's hard. I feel but uh, yeah, that's what's going to end up happening to Daniel Hernandez once it gets down to it. Well, you it's know, gonna be a bunch. Of, it's gonna be a bunch of motherfuckers coming after his ass with some smoking ace and shit. And he gonna have to have uh, Mark Wahlberg save his ass because it's, that money gonna run out. You know, and there he, ain't gonna be no protection on that nigga, and he gonna be out here with a million fucking enemies, bro. Niggas, there is a there is a thousand crazy ass disenfranchised and like and highly bullied black kids and white kids that listen to Big Mensa. And a whole bunch of other motherfuckers that are coming for your ass. I'm just saying. That's I'm a fact. Saying. That's a fact, I'm though. Saying. That's an unfortunate fact, but that's a fact. <laughs> unfortunate fact. You know what, though? We're going to talk about Daniel. I predicted this shit, too. I've predicted this nigga's whole career, and we've got it on fucking audio. Hold on, take down. Hold up. His I'm whole a, career. Hold up. I'm going to take a piss. We're going to pause this, or you can do For an fuck's ad. fuck's sake. Or you can do an ad. And we'll be right back because I'm. I, I had something to ask you about Daniel anyway. Why? Because there have been new developments in Daniel's position outside of wanting to tell his story, of course, and be known as the snitch and rat that he is. There have been new developments. You know, Harv just got 24 years. Who is Harv? Some nine trade bloods, nigga. We don't know him personally. He's the motherfucker that's supposed. He's the motherfucker that's supposed to be kidnapped. In the disposition, motherfucker six nine said he saved his life. Six nine said he saved him from that robbery. See, we'll talk about it in a second. I gotta take a piss. <laughs> All right, I'm just mad. All right, run anchor. Or, you know, fucking. Some don't do what you fucking do. Just don't take a piss. I don't know, nigga. <laughs> God damn. I call this a Republican. And this uh, episode of Non-Millennial Millennials Podcast has been brought to you by Anchor.fm. Everything that you need to make a podcast from top to bottom, setting up your audio, getting it out to all of um, your DSPs, is set up right there for you in an easy step-by-step way to get get the most out of your podcast and do what the fuck we want to do and do actually every single week that we've been doing for the past like three years for you. So if you want to be just like us and use the same type of setup and get and get your shit out there, become just like us, and rival to us, even, I don't know, like if you want to become like the Donald Trump uh, fucking super white supremacist like podcast and we can just slander you guys all day and like get you guys canceled. If you can do, if you want to do that, you can do that through anchor.fm too. I don't recommend doing that shit because I'll come for you. But that's what it is. Anchor.fm, get your podcast set up from top to bottom. Be a hero. Use your voice. Vote. 
don't be a dickhead. Don't make a fucking podcast about white supremacy and being a Donald Trump supporter. And there you go. Anchor.fm. Back. I'm pretty sure they'll reject that ad because I heard a bunch of politics in it, but hey. <laughs> oh, we can't say politics in it? It can't be controversially. No, no. It can't be like picking a side. You just got to say like, go vote. You can't say like, hey, go vote for this nigga or your life will be over. You can't say that. <laughs> I, mean, I play both sides. I, I, I drove it back and shit. You know what I'm saying? They might have to review that like three or four times. It's just going to get to that. <laughs> no, it's going it's, it's to get to an executive level review, I guarantee you. At least at the very least. Nigga, Spotify owns Anchor. Nigga, our slave masters ain't playing that shit. <laughs> no, Nigga, no, never mind. About. Never mind. It's not going to go. <laughs> right. Never mind. It's playing not that shit. <laughs> YouTube barely puts up with us. What are you talking about? <laughs> YouTube is racist. Fuck out of The only people that's gonna get the pay uh, is gonna pay us is Dave Chappelle and fucking Eddie Murphy at this point. All right, yeah, I'm back to pretty Daniel. sure we can get Tyler Perry in there for something. No, <laughs> no, you're gonna offend Tyler Perry. I would like Tyler Perry. Like I, I feel like if me and Tyler Perry had a conversation in private, we could come, we, we, we would see eye to eye on a lot of things. No. Despite how much I don't like his mu- movies and how much he probably wouldn't like my music and or podcast, I feel like creatively we can come together on some dope shit. You know what? I take that back. I'd get I, I would fuck up the Tyler Perry thing. Why would you intentionally fuck up that? I would do it by accident. Why? I couldn't help myself because I actually have questions about like psychological questions about why certain some of his movies are set up the way that they are. Why are we talking about we talking about the bag? You talking about his old shit? Who's doing that in the business meeting? That's why you would no, after we after we get the bag, I'm gonna fuck it up by accident. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not gonna Oh no, like, you just won't be allowed it. on the studio at that point. <laughs> I just I got some questions I gotta ask, like on some podcast level shit. This is what I do, Nick. I'm the pie guy. Nick, if the pie me being the pie guy get me fired. From um from working with Tyler Perry because he's still too afraid to answer some questions and shit on my pod guy shit and god uh, damn it we just gonna have to go to motherfucking to Apple and shit and get this trillion dollar bag. Not that I'm screening it or nothing, but what type of questions would you ask Tyler Perry? <laughs> just because I'm curious. Because <laughs> if there's anything worse than I would ask him, I I have to be I have to wonder at the very least my first one would definitely be uh what why is it that in your first original movies of your career that the that there was always a a tale of like a a male a black male uh what's what's the word I don't want to say beater uh abusive assailant i would say that assailant towards women that was like his first like four or five movies in a row and then like and it kind of hit it hit me in a way where it was like i mean you remember diary of a mad black woman was a good movie shitty yeah but good movie not many motherfuckers was shamar moore in that moment bro 
When you walk out of that movie, even the big ball dude, that most of y'all niggas, like team. most of us niggas, including I, I myself, was Wood Harris's brother. Like we didn't look good when we walked out of that motherfucker, bro. Well, that's you know what I'm saying? You the type of nigga that went to a Tyler Perry movie thinking that you know what I'm saying you had to be worried about how you look when you walked out of it. You can't do that with Tyler Perry movies. You can't no, go that was see a Tyler Perry movies with your girl, that, uh, nigga. I went to school with these bitches that went and saw the same movie that I did or something like and It's so like, what did you get from it? You I'm, a, I'm a social anthropologist, my nigga. Like, I'm paying attention to what other people are saying or how they think so about as, it. So as a social anthropologist, you know that you can't just watch a movie from one angle. You watch it one time as yourself. And then you watch it again from a different angle. And then you might watch it again with somebody else. And yeah, then you why end up with three different perspectives angle, on that bitch. You said, what? Yeah, and it, yeah, but and this is the argument that we're getting into, Tyler Perry. Like, like the, what, why is this a reoccurring angle? This is not a a singular angle. It's not a part of this, this one film, this one film. It's this film, this film. It's like five films in a row. So you get the fucking daddy's little girls, or you get the the pops is actually the real nigga. Like it's like what the fuck? Time out. Have you seen for colored girls? Have you seen that shit? I tend to stay away from most Tyler Perry movies. Oh my god! Most Tyler Perry movies that don't involve Medea, and when I say that, I mean that prior to um, anything. After Medea's Family Reunion 2, I cut it off. I don't boo all of that shit. I, I don't watch none of that shit. It's uh I respect Tyler Perry's hustle, and that's what I Diary that's a thing. Man, that's a thing about the anthropology that I under like about me watching well, under, I, uh, certain people that is interesting to me. That's it's what like, I was even getting though I don't question. like it, it's like the masses go to it and enjoy it, and it's like, why? Let me just cut and to my shit. And that's intriguing to me. It's some scientific shit. Let me just cut to my shit there, because that's what I was kind of getting at. Like, is it that it's the f- first couple of classic, the first couple of films, classic or not, for what it was? Was that not? what it should have been for the time? Was that not somewhat of an accurate representation? Because if you ask Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry's whole thing is, I'm telling our people stories all the time. Theoretically, outside of the things that were obviously comical, like a Medea Halloween or, you know, whatever shit like that, there is obviously a conscious effort to tell a black story of some sort, good or bad. I don't know if telling a black story, good or bad, is good or bad, if that makes sense. Should there only be good? Because that's not an accurate representation. Should there only be bad as like how white people perpetuate it? That's not an accurate representation. Should there be both? as there is how other races represent themselves, ah, that's a little more reasonable, but then we call this nigga a faggot and a bitch for showing all of these sides. That's crazy. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say no, that. No, I'm not saying that's what we call I, I would say, that's well, what people who do say that is... That's what people do say. fucking ignorant. But <laughs> it is just a reoccurring thing to me. And I, and I feel that. And like I said, I respect this nigga hustle. Because it's, 
You can't not. Yeah, because it 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 it, it is based on black and colored truth, but in a sense to where I feel like you could have wrote it different. Like, it, like that, that's why like, I say for the time if you writing Diary of a Mad Black Woman it was a play in the 90s and you're trying to adapt the early 2000s and talking about oh, three, this is Girls movie. I think was actually the most impactful thing I think he ever uh, wrote and or directed that actually touched me I think that was the most impact and that, and it wasn't for me like, I don't was, know if he's ever written anything that's actually touched me I just that was that everything I've seen it made me has been a story that meant something movement. to some degree. You said what? It meant that movie made me rethink my movements. Which one is because that? for colored girls? I haven't I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't seen because it made me think about how I affected the women that I was encountering. Right. Because I always had a slew of bitches or women or Salutes or whatever the fuck you would want to call them or classify them, I would, I would say, over the years. And I'm sure they've grown. Every now, every couple <laughs> years, every couple years ago, you know, or so, I would make a fucking victory lap. And recipes and impossible. Marathon continues. But I would make a, I would make a victory lap and just slew through and some would be like mad hurt and I would never fucking understand like that you just tripping that was like three years ago who the fuck is you know what I'm saying like and, you know what I mean and it was and I seen that movie my mom told me to watch it my mom always puts me on the movies that make me think <laughs> like like lean on me <laughs> like this one of like my favorite movies of all time and rest in peace Bill Withers by the way on that one Great I was song. just listening to Lovely Day in the car the other day. A great song, man. God damn it. Classic. Classic. Jesus. But it, anyway, and it made me think, like, when she put me up on it, I watched it, and I'm just, like, mind blown. Because I'm, like, the way our interaction as men was to women affected them in a very fucking negative way because we didn't give a fuck. And it was not, and it's kind of natural for us to not give a fuck. Like I didn't give, like I, I don't, man, I didn't hold it to I that. Think it's natural regard to why, so so, so why do you? Like, it's like I don't hold it to that, to that much of a regard. So why should you? You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. And it, you know what I'm saying? It played out different, but it was like I learned from it. But on the opposite side of the whole shit, I know all anthropology. I know what type of generation I came from. And I know what type of niggas that and white people that are also seeing this shit. It doesn't really make us as black and minority men look great. We look like shit in the whole light of the whole game. So, once again, why is that recurring? Yeah. I mean, lost a bag. This is a fucking forty-minute conversation right now for one question. See, but see, that's the thing because you could, yeah, because you could say it's 
and it's just a, like, it's a legit question. I just want to answer to it. But it's well, you can say it's a number of different things. This would be a four-hour podcast. We just have to talk about all the possible reasons why what you just said is yeah, that's true. But does that reflect back on Tyler Perry for telling what is kind of the truth? I no, feel like there would have to be a psychologist in there with me to do the podcast because there would only be like outside of you. You said because what? there would be. I feel like there would have to be a psychologist there with me because, like, if he had to, if he could or would agree to that, which I don't ever think he would, because I feel like there is a deeper issue to that into the whole thing, whether he cares to divulge it or not. You know what I mean? Because it's like I feel a certain type of way about it from the depiction that I have to deal with. Well, he, because, I mean, for I mean, example, we not go get into for example, it, 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 story, it, but like shit. me being a a light skinned individual and biracial during the time that we was growing up and probably before us too, we classified into or you a soft R and B nigga. Or you were overcompensating uh, rap nigga, I would say, like, as far as character. You know, there's kind of like no middle ground. You know what I'm saying? It's either you you really softer and you're an asshole, almost. It's like they classify you in those two boxes. And a lot of times, it was that in the movies. It was like, Light skinned guy was the either good guy, dark skinned guy was bad guy, and back and like in black and back and forth and shit. And I'm like, yo, that's not cool for either fucking side. You I, know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think what you're saying is wrong. I think you, uh, what's the word? I think you, you for my, uh, you, you, I don't know if euphemize is a word, but it is now. I think you used your euphemism wrong is what I'm trying to say. Um, but I think you're right because, yeah, that's been a thing where it's like, well, you only tell this story or you only tell that story. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the nigga gonna look you dead in the face and tell you, yo, I'm telling our story. Our stories. Some of them are terrible. Some of them are gay. Some of them are Great. Some of them are, yeah. The the chick picked the light skin, they go dark skin again. That's real shit. It's a it, that's real shit. They you can't say they're not yeah. they're not putting out real shit to a certain degree. It's exaggerated because it's Hollywood. That's what he do. Yeah, but it is but reality. He, but he says Jason Hollywood now. That's why it's reality of the culture. That's why I'm so critical of uh, Tyler Perry though. He now That's what I'm talking about. He stands adjacent from it. He has the power to where he can stand and how? do his own shit. He has his own studio, his own whole shit. That's what I'm saying. So how does he stand adjacent from it? He literally creates to, it in house. No, he doesn't have to confine <laughs> he, to the other shit. Other niggas pay him because Hollywood is a certain thing, yo. I witnessed his first hand when I started to see it. I was like, yo. At 16 years old, I was like, yo, I don't like this. I don't like what Hollywood was. You feel me? Like when you don't I think it's what it was, you saw that it was like 16? you. No. You don't think you don't think shit has changed to some degree with the effect of Tyler Perry since 
16 saying that, you don't think Tyler Perry has had a positive effect on Hollywood and black people in Hollywood? No. That's that's crazy. That's insane. You sound like more of a Republican. You're more of a Republican than you say I sound like. That sounds like a realist because it hasn't changed shit. Nigga. It hasn't. Hollywood literally pays him, him and his people so he pays other black people with this money from white people to shoot on the studio and property he owns. How much more do you want from one man? <laughs> the, the rich you niggas in Hollywood You can give one person money to do that for a whole Because his spot is people. the best spot to shoot at. And shit, but you know where that class comes from. He works around hey, the hey, same. Well, like, yeah, Harvey Weinstein might let me, let, let, let me listen, listen, money, listen to what I'm saying. Listen, like, listen <laughs> to what I'm saying. He works around the same class around uh, of, of actors, actresses, and cast in a circulating motion, giving them old, uh, like multiple opportunities on a regular basis, which is the dope fucking thing to do. Like I said, I'm not going to fault him on that shit. But what Hollywood will do is adapt because what what Tyler Perry does do is show that all right if I can provide all these jobs for black actresses actors cast and crew members and and like all up and down on the side wait 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 how can the uh like and the rest of Hollywood can't even fill that void or they try not to but instead what they do is They'll go and get motherfuckers from over, over the pond, from the UK, hey, but who don't know no not fucking. What Tyler bad. Perry does. Tyler Perry. That's not what Tyler Perry does. That's not what Tyler Perry does. Hire niggas in Atlanta but in a, but to in, be like, yo, can where, you do this? Yeah, but but where are they, but where are you seeing these motherfuckers that work with Tyler Perry outside of Tyler Perry films? Nigga, That's my question. Like I said, other like, did did you miss the whole first part I said, bro? Like. Other like CBS, ABC, niggas that have sitcoms and primetime television shows pay Tyler Perry to shoot on the lot that he owns, that he uses that money to then pay other black people with livable wages at that. It's not like he's taking his money for himself and just going like, "Yo, I'm no, not he's funding the Tyler studio Perry. through you, no, you're, you're, mis- you're, you're misconstruing what I'm saying. You're misconstruing what I'm saying. What? I'm not saying what he's doing is not an admirable thing. What I'm saying is, is that there's always a way to box in in Hollywood certain motherfuckers and certain classes and minorities of people into being into certain classes and being within certain boxes to where they can work. Now, I think I what, think you're right. Wait, wait, I think you're right. But draw this before you go where you about to go, because I know where you about to go. I think I know where you I think I know where you about to go. Draw this conclusion. When Hove was presented with that option, you can say he fucked over his friends, give or take what you think or know. The Rock Nation option? What option? The option of being president of Dev Jam. And giving up Rockefeller and moving on as a solo, doing your thing, or being, if you're a Jay-Z, yeah, you would do that. So if you're in that position, yeah, you would do that. 
maybe. <laughs> and is that wrong? Who are the people it's affecting? Because well, when you look I'm at Jay-Z today, it looks like all the people he started with, minus one or two people, maybe four or five, actually, four or five, all of them, all have done pretty well for themselves. Even the Jay-Z, ones, even the four or five Jay-Z, have done well opinion, for themselves. Jay-Z, but, in my opinion, is in a box different because I Is it not kind like, of the Tyler Perry box, though? That's what I was trying to draw the conclusion to, though. If you is feel, it not feel, kind feel, of the same? I feel I feel the similarity. I feel the similarity. I feel I feel that. I would say Jay Z's in a little bit of a box different because I feel like the best thing that he did, and I don't know, I, I'm unaware. I would say unaware if uh, Tyler Perry's done the same thing, but it would be the best thing to do. Because what Jay Z did, they both I think played the two, game. With the, the two and the two, no, the two ingenious things that Jay Z did was title and Rock Nation management. He was already oh, so the, in everything. You don't even get to Rock Nation management and title without making the moves that I brought up. The, the they're in between moves I between that and what I, I just brought up. What you saying? Like, what are you talking about? Calm down, calm down. What are you talking down. about? Calm down. Calm down. I'm saying crediting both. The like Jay like the difference between the two is that Jay-Z's two move like I say would be his two ingenious moves is that of those two because the management makes sure that the artist, no matter who it is, make sure that they get what the fuck that they properly deserve and uh attains financially as an artist. Theoretically. Yeah. Theoretically. Title in the sense of now you in control of when like the stream and like you're in part of the streaming world to where you're inviting other motherfuckers to listen through your streaming service rather than Apple and Spotify. And it gets that uh, a bigger chunk of those streaming uh, revenues towards the artist. Now, both admirable things. Tyler Perry opens the opportunity but I think where he would open up the door and really kick it open for his people that are working for him instead of keeping them within that same circle would be to establish a uh, management company for them like I said I'm unaware if they don't uh, like he hasn't already done this establish a management company to where you don't have to be under like you don't have to be in fucking meet the browns tv show to be in his like in his clique and shit and be able to go out there and be something you don't have to be under that Medea umbrella so to speak you know what i'm saying instead of being confined into that same type of zone now granted there's niggas that have made other careers you know what i'm saying extended their careers outside of the tyler perry zone that got their break from that but you can continue to I can I can pay you all day. You know what I'm saying? I can I can make money all day long from doing side deals and I can pay my niggas. All day. I can do it all fucking day long. But guess what? If I give you an opportunity to where I can pay you and then you can go off and legit have a shot someplace else. 
Legit, you can you can go over to Universal and do something. You can That's go over what to, he's doing, what he's doing. You can go over to so and so and do something and, and like make your money for yourself. Do you think and, he's not doing that? I haven't seen the results of that. I don't think uh, that's that when you were and as, when and you that, were and saying what you and, were just and, saying. And that's all I'm saying. It's like I haven't seen it. When you were saying what you were just saying, like I, I can't think of many people that work on Tyler Perry films, sets, TV shows, whatever that or actors, actors that are a part of that branch of Hollywood, Black Hollywood, whatever you want to call it. Um, that are popular outside of Black Hollywood that weren't already popular outside of Black people. Like, the people that are, the people that, like, okay, let's say, for instance, when you start the the saga of, when you start the lore of Tyler Perry, you get a, I don't remember old girl's name, but let's say you get the Why Do I Get Married, you get a Jill Scott, you get a Tasha Richardson, you get a, a all the people that were in there, all, all the Morris Chestnut, all these people that were great black actors and known to black people and some white people, a lot of white people, but not to the degree that let's say you know a Leonardo DiCaprio. There's a difference. But for you to Cultivate what you got. What maybe you I look at pay it. for it into that. I mean, that's different. Maybe I look at it from the perspective of this, and this might be uh, a defining mentality. I guess I don't know. I look at it like, all right. Someone could be <clears throat> Jonah Hill's character in Wolf of Wall Street could have been black, for example. Easily, yeah, easily, easily. But it's like starring alongside Leonardo DiCaprio, who is now a one-time, which is preposterous, Academy Award not a uh, winning actor. For getting fucked by a bear. Another episode. But that character could have been played, like I said, once again, he could have been played by Jonah Hill. I don't even think realistically from my interactions with Hollywood that a person of color, of any color, got a legit shot at that same at that at that type of opportunity. I'm not gonna be overly critical of Tyler Perry. But what I would like to see is him trying to propel his people into positions like that. Well, then I gotta add because I feel like if he's it, like if anybody has put him like if placed themselves in the power to execute a Jay Z power move as far as cinema and film, Tyler Perry that nigga. He the, he the person to be able to do it. Anybody else can like who else can do it? As a person of color, who else can do it? He'd be the first guy you want to call. 
Exactly. So it's like, it's almost kind of like, nigga, you Goku before you turn Super Saiyan. No, nigga, I need you to turn Super Saiyan on Nemec right now. Kale Kent was a bitch, though. Kale Kent was a bitch. I need you to turn Super Saiyan on Nemec now, nigga. And I need Freezer. And the white man might as well be Hollywood he versus Tyler Perry. Already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hollywood versus the white what he's man. built. Hollywood ver- Hollywood versus what he's built might as well be freezing to his goal. <laughs> Low key, Hollywood is like a Voltron of like all of like the angry gay white Jews. Um Oh, like straight up. Like, this is where we get bad. What? <laughs> Look, fam. Like, listen, hear me out. All of, uh, like, all of, like, the mega coons, uh, like, all the motherfuckers that, like, have a sexual deviancy problem, all the motherfuckers that just, like, have some type of this. Like weird eccentricity, and they all come to fucking together, and they just create this Hollywood sign, nigga, and this Voltron, and you gotta beat this motherfucker before you can get through the shits. His name is Donald Trump. We already beat him. Like, look, look, man. I had a I had a written story in my head about in my head about an actress before I even read her like biography. Like on Wikipedia and like her life, and I was completely right before I got to it. I know what you mean. Chick, like how you look at Chick's last name is Chick's last name is actually Bennett. I mean, actually Wayne. I'm not going to say like the actress's name in the whole name, but Chick's last name is like last name is Wayne. She's half Chinese. No, I'm not going there. She's half uh, half Chinese, half white. She chose the last. She took her. She took her dad's first name as Bennett, so she could get jobs because, like, her legal name was Wang, and it was so fucking hard for her to get jobs as a half white, half Asian actress. First fucking the first job she changed her name to Bennett. Not and racist got that on Bennett. her part. That's racist on the people that made it hard for her to get a job part. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta find a way to beat fucking Hollywood Voltron. Like, you can't just be like, yo, well, I I'm think the best true. actress. I'm the, be- I'm the best fucking actress that's half white, half Asian, and I'm gonna go up here and kick ass. No, they gonna fucking typecast your dumb ass, and they're, or they're not gonna give you the fucking op. Typecast and not. Tyler Perry, the best nigga we got. So even he is. Pair, so utilize your fucking power. Cash. I need motherfucking Super Saiyan motherfucking two right now. I'm just saying, bro. Like, I mean, I, I feel it, but at the same time, like, that's our Voltron. <laughs> that's all we got. Look, man. Like I'm gonna need the Super Saiyan on the uh like I'm gonna need Super Saiyan on Nemec, bro. That's all I'm saying. Right now, from Tyler Perry, you the nigga to execute it. We all discovered today that uh that motherfucking uh 50 cent is a coon. We discovered we all, that today. So, what happened today? Well, not today, but 
in the last two weeks that 50 Cent is a coon, which means that Courtney Kemp cannot be trusted all the way right now. So we only can depend on Tyler Perry, my nigga. Who the fuck is Courtney Kemp? The executive producer of Power and all them shits. With Power ain't well, writing all them shits. With 50. Huh? Power ain't been good for three, four seasons. Why would you trust that? But it's still, it's still, it's still reoccurring, though. Build your bag. Oh, they work. Uh, that's fifty bag. That ain't our bag, nigga. That's fifty bag. That's fifty bag. That ain't our bag. That's they bag, nigga. Yeah, but it's Courtney bag too. So it's like that, I said, Courtney bag. Courtney could be bag, an ally. Yeah. Courtney could be an ally to uh against motherfucking fifty cent coonery, but we don't know yet. Nigga, we thought fifty. They don't even have. They don't even had a bag. Ally she only had a bag enough to be able to make the type of power move to be able to do what Tyler Perry. Nigga, we right thought now. fifty cent was enough to be against coonery. We thought he was not coonish enough to be against coonery, and we were wrong. Oh no, he the Kale King coon. You know what? That's sad. Cause you're right. If I had to word this. In Dragon Ball Z language, Lil Pump is the power up. Or Lil, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lil Pimp is the power up. Fifty is the KO King. <laughs> Gunplay is Super Saiyan One, and Lil Wayne is obviously Super Saiyan Blue. I mean, like it's weird. That's why he won a bunch of niggas. Like, if, I mean, come on. Like he's Super Saiyan Blue, my nigga. Like Lil Wayne is a Super Saiyan Blue with MAGA niggas. Look, man. All I'm saying is your man's Wheezy. Maybe Ice Cube is Rose. Your man's <laughs> your man's Wheezy and uh, Curtis. Oh, he Jackson. was your man too. Up until what a few days ago, yeah, he's your man too. Did you not hear know. that poetry that he spat for us, for his people? Did you the not hear that? that? Wrote? No, the, the tweet that Dwayne wrote. No, Kanye wrote that. Don't play these. Don't play my fans like that, bro. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Bro. Don't you play these niggas. Don't play these niggas. Don't play these niggas. Don't play these niggas. George, get your man. <laughs> Lil Wayne wiped more lyrics. George, get his man. This nigga Lil, tripping. Lil Wayne. Dwayne Carter writes more lyrics wiping his ass than Kanye writes in a month. I don't want to hear you. Nigga. Nigga. Bro. Nah. Yes. Nah. Yes. Yes. Kanye. Kanye been talking about shoe designs and shit. For Dwayne Carter. Fuck you. Fuck you. Nigga. You lying to at least yourself. Wayne talks Stop about lying. at least Lil Wayne talks about shit I can relate to. I hate to have to bring it to that, but at least he talks about shit I can relate to. Kanye talking about yeah, you y'all both fuck a bunch of white women that all wear MAGA hats. He at least talks about shit I can relate to. That's got nothing to do with the point. The point I'm trying to make is, goddamn it, is different and more relatable and more acceptable than that bullshit. No! I, can, I can take the poetry. No! I can take the poetry of that tweet as an apology, just as the niggas like yourself can dismiss Ice Cube playing himself. I feel like it's the same thing. 
Fidrick. They both MAGA I'm not gonna allow you to play all They our both MAGA niggas. They both MAGA. Ice T is the realest gonna... ice knot. Ice T is the realest ice knot. Ain't no more ice cube with that shit. He been the realest ice. Nigga, any motherfucker that could sell That's... hand grenades that has sold hand grenades, not has been in possession of That's... and just had them for themselves, but sold hand grenades. I, I may have won a bridge too far. You're right. You're right. Ice T has always been the realest ice. But same time, Q was the nigga supposed to be holding the second spot. And he gave he, he who's gonna be the next ice nigga? He played himself. All right. God damn it, we gotta return to this. He played himself, god damn it, Bitrick, and that's it. But he is not a cool like Wheezy and 50 in gunplay. Just He's as much as easy. one as they did. I mean, he no. turned, how? How? He's how? definitely a beavis ass nigga right now, but he is God damn it! You, I'm not. I'm not. You don't want to admit it. I'm not. You I'm just not, don't want to admit it. You, I'm not. I'm not going to admit it. I'm not going. I'm not going to call. You know it's true. I will not. I will never. I can't do you it. You think because the NWA Jerry Heller, it is not. It me. was a good day. And Dr. Dre, God damn it! You think that this nigga is the illest nigga on earth? And I felt like that at one time too. But then I see tweets like that. And then you tell me I can't accept that bullshit Wayne said as an acceptable apology? Come on, dog. But it's I been a road to cool <laughs> for little Wayne, nigga. You already it's, knew this. Okay, some people would argue you that. You already knew this, my nigga. I wouldn't personally say that about Ice Cube, but there are mad other black people just like that. Trump, I guess that would. That would say that Ice Cube may or may not be the realest nigga on her. Look, man. And I look, think some of us just get Ice, Ice Cube. always credit, been the realest credit. Ice. But Ice Cube and Ice T have both fought for you. And like, look, I'm not a rapper. But the reason why you can say the shit, uh, the sad shit that you be saying on your records, nigga, is because of Ice T and Ice Cube. I'm not going to argue that. Uh, so therefore, there would be no slander <laughs> amongst motherfucking Ice Cube coming from me. Period. Under no circumstance. I feel what you're saying, but at the same time. None. None. Stop. Stop. I know what it's like to get fucked over Stop by it. white people. Stop it. I know what it's like to get fucked over by white people. And I know what it's like to be put in a position by white people to where you might have a little bit of power. And Ice Cube had both of those things. And when he was younger, he was a real nigga about it. And when he got older, maybe he was blindsided. Maybe he didn't see everything that was coming to him. He's Ice Cube. We try to give him the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, you played yourself and you made yourself and us look like clowns at the same time. And that is semi-unforgivable. Not fully. It's just as unforgivable as gunplay and well, no, gunplay is kind of unforgivable. But un, un, um, a gunplay is completely unforgivable. Yeah. He was completely convinced. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt before I give gunplay the benefit of the doubt. But still, I don't know. See, and that hurts my heart. I don't know if I can fuck with gunplay no more. You shouldn't fuck with gunplay no more. Just like I'm fuck with Wayne no more. Fuck you, man. I can't not fuck with Wayne. But I mean, gunplay, duh. This whole Griselda catalog, nigga, you need to get caught up on it anyway. It's grimy music for days. It was so promising. 
my point. Listen to Burden of Proof, niggas. Album of the year. Get the fuck away from me. Talking about gunplay. Hey, County, you dirty motherfuckers. You dirty motherfuckers. All oh, you day County niggas. You it's your, it's your responsibility as a fat black nigga that rap to call uh Ross to tell that nigga to fucking shoot uh gunplay in the kneecap for acting Ross goddamn identify with us no more. He ain't fat. He like he, he in the middle now. He in the upside <laughs> down. See, when you a fat nigga, there's a weird space when you like you be a fat nigga, you be a skinny nigga. There's a weird space where you like got titties, get bitches, got money, but like chill, but like don't. There's a weird space. We call it the upside down. Sometimes you trapped in the upside down. He in the upside down right now. And every fat nigga know that. And it's cool. <laughs> I've been in the upside down before and I hope to be there again. I plan on being there again in a few years. So I know it's pain. You sometimes you gotta fuck a bad white bitch to wear black hat, nigga. It just happens. I get it. <laughs> but you know, shit. It's still your responsibility to hold it down. I can't change the world. I'm just trying to make these bitches come, nigga. That's why you should call Ross. He can't, no, that, that, that's his argument too, nigga. That's what I'm saying. This is the fat nigga movement, nigga. This is what we do. We fuck bad white bitches that believe in things that we don't believe in, and we get. Y'all make terrible album signings or label signings. No, 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 not all of us. No, obviously, all of us can't make music, but the ones of us that can tend to, you know, hit or miss. It's hit or miss with everybody that does this shit, but. <laughs> the point being that real <coughs> niggas know real niggas and you think Ross didn't call that nigga gunplay and say hey 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 you ain't gotta take it down but relax you might feel that way but hey I told you that last week you <laughs> on the, the podcast and all the way dude no more do, no more do you huh huh what'd you say nothing <laughs> Nigga, all I gotta know is this fat niggas around the world know. (laughs) No, they don't. Well, yeah, you you, okay. I should rephrase this. (laughs) Fat niggas like myself and those of the likes of us that those of us of the likes that live a certain way may be accustomed to certain things and from time to time may be confused. So when you run into that confused fat nigga, all you got to do as a fellow fat nigga is correct him. If you can't correct him, then you know you got an idiot in front of yourself. Now, when you deal with that idiot, you know what you do? You tell him the truth. You grab his bitch and you dip. You teach him a lesson like a real American because it's patriotism, nigga. The fuck up. All right, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is it? We just bullshit. You know what? 
I, I commend your skills as, as podcasting. Like you come a long way, young Padawan. Come a long oh, way. I try. But you come a long way. You bullshitted your way for like forty-four minutes and shit, and that's great. Because <laughs> we really didn't have shit to. Hey, I meant about. some of those things. Yo, we forgot about what about that? Uh, my cousin tweets. Your cousin. Yeah. Oh, your cousin. Oh, oh, so you can be affiliated with niggas that's half corny, but not all the way corny, huh? You made Atlanta. You get a pass. Bitch, who would you got? Who would you got? Who would you got? Who would you got? <laughs> what you got? Nothing, because most of the shit he's done is dope. But still. Exactly. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> what you got, bitch? He ain't your cousin, bitch. That's what I my got. No. He ain't my cousin. <laughs> he your cousin my cousin, way of the universe. Nigga, that shit don't count. Nigga. <laughs> so is Danny Glover, too. Okay, so is old for me. Yet. Nigga, I got Carters in my family. Fuck out of here. Shut up, bitch. It's like 17,000 like, like, plantations all down in the south and shit. Like, they ain't even all related. Glover's come by, you, you know what I'm saying? You wasn't even very, here yet, nigga. Very few, us, very few of us. Very few of us. Very few of us. Ask your pops, nigga. Shut up, motherfucker. <laughs> very few of us. We're very anyway. poor people from England. We make gloves. My man said, I don't know, though. What you think about it? I think I think if uh, this nigga say this, it may or may not be true. He say, season three and four, fuck the music. Season three and four of Atlanta should be harder or just as hard as The Sopranos. I believe it. I gotta see it to believe it. I believe that. I'm a, I'm the nigga. I haven't. I've heard all the hype around The Sopranos. I have not watched all of The Sopranos. I believe it. I am an owner of HBO Max and all that shit. Yeah, I could watch it any day. But I've made it through about season three. The end of it. I got to pick up at some point. You never watch all the Sopranos? I just said that. No. I've made it through. I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it through the series, but I haven't been able to watch it. It took me a year to watch all. Oh, you the ain't shot nobody for real. It That's took me a year. It took me a year to watch all the season one. It took me a year to watch all the season one. How old were you when you shot your first gun? I shot my. Not at somebody incriminately, like period. I was saying I shot my first gun. 14, 15. Oh, never mind. All right. That explains a lot. All right. Continue. I don't know if that explains, but we made it because I haven't it's seen the series. I don't know if I have. Explains a lot. Explains a lot. Explains a lot. How old were you when you saw Scarface? Twelve. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm right. So continue. Continue. Anyway. Um. Yeah, the three seasons of it that I've seen are um. Right, you were twelve years old. You saw Scarface. 
for the first time. Yeah. That's a damn I had to, I had to, I, I saw it on TV one day and then there's one Your of them. turned it off? No, 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 ironically, no. I saw it on TV one day and I knew it, I knew of it from references and I was like, oh, this is that shit. And then one day, my cousin had bought the 1990-something remastered version of it, and I stole it and watched it, and I was like, uh, <laughs> it's been my favorite movie ever since. But, you know. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah. I was like way younger. Yeah, I, like, I was like nine. Or 12. Yeah. I was so, nine. I was probably, yeah, probably 12. My brother had mad, like, when he, in his crib, he had mad Scarface posters. Mm-hmm. And that related to me. For some reason, like I just thought those were like the coolest posters like I've ever seen and shit. Like, ever. yeah, I was the nigga that had the Scarface posters once I found out about it. He didn't have all of that. He just had the movie. <laughs> he, he it was just laying around. Like it was just a good movie that he you know knew. Like, he was older than me. He, he got like my cousin that had it. He got like probably fifteen years on me. So he just my brother loved it. It's like oh. all the gangster movies that made me do dope, and he never do dope. Which I don't know how that affects the human mind, but anthropology, man, how you know? Sometimes you just gotta, you know, dibble and dabble like, before I, you can dribble and drive. You did. Matter of fact, his first wife helped too because she introduced me, she gave me The Godfather, like one through three. Like when I graduated, See, I watched that grade. after I like when I graduated elementary face, school, like, that's I what I got. Every gangster movie. <laughs> <laughs> like when I graduated elementary school, that's what I got because uh, I got The Godfather because it was first thing I had seen was Scarface. That was my intro to gangster movies, mm-hmm. and then it was Godfather, which my first—I uh, mean, uh, my brother's first wife gave to me, like one through three, and then it was Goodfellas, and then the Sluters. You know what's fucked up? But I was young when I got introduced to the shit. So like to that shit, it was like. The first gangster movie I probably saw, and I only say this and feel like this is the truth. I don't know for a fact, but I feel like this is probably the truth because this is my, I know for a fact that this is my granddad's favorite movie was the original Scarface. So like, I was, you know, I was, when I was little, I would run in his room all the time and shit. Like, I remember seeing shit and he'd be like, no, go ahead. And I was like, you know, 30s. See, the original Scarface inspired. <laughs> Oh yeah, heard. for sure, nigga. I I own the thirtieth anniversary. I got the money clip with the the gold money clip with the yeah, you got the, box and the world is yours. Yeah, the little yeah, black yeah, the leather case with the double Yo, disc edition and have, uh, classic. You remember Harmony House when that was over? Velvet I had, I got my set from Harmony House. I got I my lost my Sam's Club, nigga, for thirty. I think fucking uh, I think my brother took my money clip because I still have the uh. The uh, the film strip from it. The film. I don't have a film strip. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't have a film strip no more because I, I don't think I really appreciated that for what it was when I bought it. But well, I still had the film right strip. Right now, I, I have a film I have strip from uh, clip and the two movies for sure. I have a film strip from uh, in the case the first uh, Spider Man too, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. I got the box set from that shit too. Oh yeah, you was lame, like. I'm a comic book nigga. You was big lame for real. That's why I was about to say, like with uh, Donald Glover and shit. Watch 
Me and that nigga's gonna direct the fucking first, uh, the real legit Green Lantern movie. Watch me and that nigga gonna team up and do that bitch. We gonna team up and do that bitch, and it's gonna be lit. I wouldn't be mad at it, but that nigga say the music is gonna be magical, and that these next you heard the last album? Yeah, I heard the last album, but he said this album. He said this album. album that nigga has ever done. This album. First up, I'm a Prince fan. So the fact that my cousin can do some print shit the way he be doing it. That's your cousin, but okay. It's my cousin. Nah. He be doing his, his print shit nah. and it resonate like it's a Prince album that we just didn't get. It it feels like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I fuck with it like all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like at first with the uh the waking my love joint. I didn't think I was gonna like it because I'm just like this nigga not rapping at all. But I couldn't stop listening to that album at all. My cousin made good music, yo. I'm just saying. That was one of those albums I could only turn on when I was smoking by myself or when I was fucking or about to. That album created my daughter. I believe it. I believe that. I definitely believe that. Turn on Redbone. Nine months later, come on, no, come on. Peyton's here. That's a classic for everybody. <laughs> Shit. I was in, uh, what was it? Jodeci came on the other day and I was listening to the radio on my way home from work, which is a rare thing that I ever do. I just happened to have the radio on when I left work. Uh-huh. And it, it brought me down this road of like, all the people, all the R&B singers and shit that like warm the bed for a nigga before, you know, like a nigga was smashing like back in the day. And there's niggas in the old school 12 play that ain't even in the 12 play today that had it. Like, I, I just, I get him niggas credit. Like, Smokey, I gotta give him, Smokey, I gotta give him at least five bitches credit on my end. At least five. At least five, and that worked. In that shit was crazy. It, like it worked. Smokey still worked in uh in two thousand and twelve, two thousand thirteen. That's crazy. Smokey still worked in two thousand and nine. Like that was crazy. Like it, it's insane. R. Kelly always worked. It, it, it always works. I'm just Kelly is a special R- case. <laughs> R- Kelly always works. That's a Always works. Trey Songs worked. Chris Brown always worked. That's true. That's it. There's a couple. Uh, look, my nigga, I put some bitches on the motherfucking Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye is the great, greatest of all time. Nigga, Stevie, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I'm trying to think of like what's I put bitches on uh Method Man and Mary J. Blige. I started out a lot of sessions with that. You're you wrong. put bitches on the Mary J. Blige? I need uh, I that's why your bitch is crazy. I put white bitches on the Mary J. Blige. Uh, oh, that's why they bitches crazy. Yeah, why your bitch is crazy, bro. Probably. You fucked them up. You can't be putting bitches on the Mary J. Blige. They ain't black. 
No, but see, this is the thing though. I introduce them to new struggles they don't know about. I, I, I didn't know you ain't a piece. I didn't know you a piece of shit. What's I'll introduce it softly with the Method Man shit. Like as I say, you're wrong. I introduce it with that. You know what I'm saying with the Method Man and Mary, and then we go into the. By the time I'm, by the time you squirting and coming, it's uh Oh, if I could be without you, baby. Ooh, you know what I'm saying. By that point, that shit on bitch and lost the mind. I got shit to deal with tomorrow. Low key though, I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. I'm gonna give it a bing. I'm gonna give it a straight bing. Paramore got me mad. White bitches back in like two from like 2009 to like 2013. I'm about to drop a name on you. Fuck Paramore. I'm about to drop a name on you. Aerosmith too. No, Avenged Sevenfold. That was 2010 to 2012. Nigga, sure. that was 2007 for sure. 2010 for me, nigga. For sure. Avenge was official, though. Avenge was really good before the Rev died. Rest in peace to Rev. Bruh. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, I pulled a bitch because she got me into Avenge Sevenfold. She was like... You know, you the first like black person I've talked. I was like she, she was like a grade or two ahead. You listened to Lincoln Park, that. didn't you? I did like Lincoln Park before. Yeah, that. Before <laughs> that. I did like Lincoln Park before that. But I met yeah, her. Lincoln Park got everybody that was a nigga into <laughs> bro, at some point in time, bro. Because I met her. It was like, it you was never like, heard sounds like that. If you like, if you like the fucking gorillas or uh, I fuck with the. Yeah, if you like the gorillas and shit, for sure, for sure. You re- you you fell into early. that block to where it was like, oh shit. And in ERD, I got I can't forget them yeah, niggas too. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. you kind of fell into that block to where it was like, yo, you introduced to Bro. these sounds the way they're constructed. You listen to them, you'd be more inclined listen, to listen to them. Listen to me, listen to me. When I say I felt like my life should have been and at certain points in middle school was an episode of Degrassi. I mean it, my nigga. Like that's how into the music and like like I was like I was in the culture at the time. Like I was around nothing but that. Like no, I was like really like I was into it. I was into it. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, motherfucker. I'm Don't looking look at, at you like, like that, that. nigga. It's over now. Like, it's, I think it's I already got over. I cried over a white girl one time because she held my man's hand. <laughs> it was in like eighth grade or seventh grade. It was like, bitch, why you do that? We talk on the phone every night and you held that nigga hand. Really? Me and your experience was different. You know, was that great, right? Me and your experience was way different. Seventh to eighth grade, I was around them white folks, bro. I, I was super popular because it was like I was one of you was ten the black kids there. Why. Yeah, I was one of ten black kids there, and like I was fucking with shit, but it was like <laughs> I was super sensitive. So it was like I was a kid. I was super sensitive. So it was like, oh, my shit was way different. I found out this bitch was playing me and shit. I walked you home and bought you flowers, and you gonna talk to that nigga. 
I was fucking with this chick and shit. And I found out she was playing me and shit. Just like just before like winter break in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And uh I was one of the most I was on the basketball team. Like I was like that nigga on the basketball team. I was in the football team in fucking middle school. That shit ain't have nothing to do with nothing. I was still no, I was soft that in my heart. Nigga. <laughs> me, me and B Will were the captains of the basketball team. We were them niggas. Like we we were officially them niggas. And uh I found out this bitch was like playing me on some shit. And uh like just before winter break. And I was like, what the fuck? And the nigga that uh, she was playing me for was afraid of me. I didn't know he was afraid of me until like I told my man, was like, yo, go up there and touch that nigga on the shoulder and tell him I'm going to see his ass after school. And my man did it. Oh, what's the problem? <laughs> and his homies came. And I got, to, I got the fuck up, grabbed my bag. It was like a last, like, Assembly at the end of the day, I grabbed my bag, nigga, went outside, and I waited patiently. Know what's gonna happen? Like, I knew what the fuck was up. It was like, all right, fuck this shit. I'm gonna beat this nigga ass, and I learned a lesson out of it. By the way, and uh, all his homies came out and they rushed like towards me, and I was like, yo, if y'all don't get the fuck away from me, bro. He was, yo, man, like, just calm down, like. He didn't even know you was fucking with Chick Dog. Like, he didn't even know. And I'm like, nah, nigga, tell that nigga to bring his ass the fuck up over here. He's saying, like, I'm I'm standing, like, adjacent from the door, like, in the cut where it's, like, that happens. Yeah, yeah. He's standing, like, ready. in front of the door where, like, all the, the carpool shit and, like, parents are coming. I'm like, nah, tell your nigga to get up from the door, bro. Here, boy. Yeah, come over here, bro. <laughs> Bring that ass oh, over here, boy. He, like, <laughs> like he didn't, he like he didn't even know. Like you, like I'm like, nah. Tell him to come over here. If he got the ball to say, like, if it's that, tell that nigga to come over here. Tell me it's oh, that. Let it be that. If it's bitch. if it's that, if it's that, you know what I'm saying. So See, three of them niggas rush, rush the fuck that. off. It ain't that. <laughs> See. My niggas was all about me. They knew what the fuck was gonna happen. <laughs> they was like, "All right, this nigga about to knock this nigga the fuck out. What's up?" Which is terrible for ending. But is it? You know, it's it's observational for me. It's why should I step in and help my man's wreck this nigga when I know my man's about to wreck this nigga? They, now they weren't gonna help, <laughs> but it was one of them like. They gonna like Joe about to wreck this nigga real fast, so we just gonna yeah, I'm gonna watch. watch. You I'm know watch. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna help you. If I know you gonna wreck the nigga, I'm not gonna help you. Like, like he didn't eat, like with the slumped shoulders and head down, like, and walked over to me. and was like, "Yo, fam, like, I didn't even know." That was that was your bitch, bro. Like she came oh, on to me, and you know what I'm saying. And I was like, "Where?" I was like, he was like, "Yeah, fam. Like all these niggas can confirm it. Like it's not even like that, bro. Like if I would have known, I wouldn't even stepped up to her like that, fam." I'm like, "All right." I miss high school to that. Like, okay, I, I, I miss high school. This is middle school. This is eighth grade. <laughs> like, this is eighth grade. I even to that, grade. even to that, I miss it was, it was, when I say this. Don't don't get it misconstrued when I say this. Like, I don't miss being a child or anything. Like, I miss that level of honesty. 
Like when you confront a nigga, and you know it ain't gonna be no assault charge. Like nigga, if you lying to yeah. me, you know I know you lie. I'm gonna whoop your ass in this hallway, and that's right. it. We gonna get place, suspended. And that's, and that's it. it. That's, <laughs> that's it. it. I'm gonna whoop your ass. Ain't gonna be none of that extra shit. I, I kind of missed that time. <laughs> Yeah. To that, to that degree. Yeah. 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 Y
you know, trying to guess it again, I guess. Um, couple swiped for all you hood niggas that know what swipe mean. That's what I'm talking about. Couple, and for all of you that don't look it up, couple swiped two and a half million dollars. <clears throat> Excuse me, in COVID fraud money, splurged on jewelry, cars, and clothes, bragged about it on Instagram, now facing 20 years in jail. Let me get into the shits. A couple from a <laughs> state and the race of the couple will be guessed, uh, conspired in an unemployment scheme worth two and a half million dollars in COVID-19 aid and bragged about buying what? Fancy cars, clothes, designer clothes, jewelry, and other bullshit on Instagram, prosecutor said Tuesday. Um, in one Instagram post, the mentioned assailant bragged about how he brought or bought said other assailant a Mercedes for her birthday and said, quote, baby, you deserve everything. I got the big house you wanted and the car and jewelry. By the way, I love you so much. I'm not done. Next week, I got something better. I love you. For all intents and purposes, the story speaks for itself. Guess what race thousand percent white. That is guaranteed on a buck trillion white. You sure about that? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Fucking T. We're going with white? What state we going with? Just as the country pops up on CNN. This is going to disappoint you so much. (laughs) Oh, 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 I got a point at this shit. Oh. Mm, I'm going Florida. I got to hit the pin for this one. I'm going Florida anyway. They definitely white, though. Mm. You bug like that? You that's, bug like that. That's your, fav- that's your final answer? That's my final fucking answer. Because you always play me the first time. Well, it's only three. And I've come to an agreement with myself that I'll be more honest in these things. So I'll ask you one more time. Is that your final answer? Yep. White in Florida. Mm-hmm. Well, hate to tell you. Um, a Detroit, Michigan couple. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. Oh. Black. Taylor and Davion Richardson. <laughs> it's about as black as it gets, sir. <laughs> That's right at home, goddammit. That's why I said you were going to be disappointed. That's right at home. It's sad. It sounds so Florida, though, right? That's why I knew it would throw you off. How you not know you were going to get me getting bugged for that shit? Two and a half million. <laughs> oh. I know niggas that hit for 200,000 and ain't get caught yet. Two and a half yeah, million damn. and you ain't know to shut the fuck up. <laughs> really? There's nobody with <laughs> a million dollars worth of legal, uh, legal tenders in, in Detroit, Michigan that ain't got a, a laundry cleaning service, if you know what I mean. Hey. And 
is walking around like, yeah, I can give my bitch whatever the fuck they want. You can't do that with government money, my nigga. You just can't. You just can't. If you just can't, even you if just can't. You, you just can't. You this nigga didn't know no gangsters. I'm sorry. That's that's, that's all I can bring it down to. He didn't know no gangsters. Because no, if this nigga knew some bro, gangsters, some gangsters would have told this nigga like, no, nigga, don't do that. Let me tell you this. I found said man's Instagram profile. I don't know if the guys he was with gangster or not, but this nigga went to Miami in a rose. L.A. and a Lambo back in Detroit in the house with the Benz and the Beamer with the bitch and the kids taking photos like we done came up. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Can you answer that for me, Joseph? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> All you had, granted, you probably wasn't going to get away with that much money being taken anyway. But if you did, if you had a shot, don't you think shutting the fuck up was probably the best option? <laughs> Why would you put that all up? Anyway, we're going to move on to the next one. <laughs> uh, I would just recommend that everyone uh, read my book that's going to be dropping in 2022 called Lope. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's going to be around that same type of thing. Making sure that you're doing your money right. Read low. Even if it's stolen money. Man. <laughs> it makes this one so Florida white man. <laughs> this one is Florida so white man. Oh Florida white man. Okay. That's why you're laughing. It's Florida white man. I don't know. I don't know. It is. All I can say is. Hurry up, nigga. I got to urinate. Man used Kool-Aid boxes to steal $1,000 in Walmart merch. He scanned 24 cents Kool-Aid packets at checkout. To what? Still said Kool-Aid boxes. Um, a not sneaky state where this happened. Thief was busted while walking out of a Walmart with $1,000 stolen merchandise after pretending to ring it up at a self-checkout by repeatedly scanning a 24-cent... Oh, I had that messed up. By repeatedly scanning a 24-cent Kool-Aid packet, he palmed. So he scanned a 24-cent Kool-Aid packet enough times to get $1,000. I think back. Wait. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to steal a thousand dollars from the Walmart in this state by scanning one one twenty-four cent Kool-Aid packet. Flavor not disclosed, by the way. White man for final answer. Duh. He's correct. Bradley D. Young, 37 years old, was inside the Naples, North Naples location of Walmart Sunday evening when he scanned the Kool-Aid packets and some other small items totaling $24.44. 
for merchandise actually valued at $994.13, catching the attention of the store loss prevention officer. That's a fun one. Next one. Probably worth it. <laughs> Uh, at some point, in time. probably worked there at some point in time or had a mole that was like, yo, if you scan this a bunch of times and don't put it up like there. Baby mama worked there. Yeah. Like some one of the two. Bradley Young. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Young, 37, Florida, Walmart. This is yeah. Walmart? Yeah. 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 His, his baby wife or baby mama worked yeah, there. Definitely. Um, Third one. Last one before we get up out of here. I have to pee too. Man arrested after snatching woman's $5 bill and doing what with it? Take a wild guess, people. I'll give you three seconds. Nope, not going to give you three seconds. Eating it. You going with California? For no. Those of you that missed it. Oh. No, no, was that more? Uh, was that it? No, no, that was it. Our P. Okay. Man arrested after snatching woman's Five dollar bill. That is bill a Lincoln. Eating it. That 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 is a Lincoln, people. And eating it. I'm going East Coast. I don't give a fuck what state. Um. No, you have to pick a state. It's only no. Nah, that's East Coast shit, nigga. That could be Connecticut, Maryland, New York, uh, Virginia, yeah, West well, Virginia, Tennessee. Florida. It's Florida. That's fuck him. I'm going to go Florida then, white man. I mean, you might have, you sure you're not closer with the Midwest? Because you might have been closer with the Midwest. I'm just asking. Are you you playing me now or are you really being, like, trying to give a hand? I'm asking you what you think about a man that got arrested after snatching a woman's $5 bill. That is a Lincoln. And eating it where he was and where that happened. That's what I'm asking. I think this is America, so I think that could happen pretty much anywhere. But Anywhere? I don't know about anywhere. I have no faith faith in the American population. Whatsoever. Win, lose, or draw with this election. I feel that. So it's like, it could be pretty much anywhere. So are you giving me a hint or what? I mean, that is up to for you to decide. Oh, by the way, um, shout out to Al Roker. We hope he gets better. Yeah, he has cancer. Like, yeah. get well soon, bro. Yeah. Fight that shit. Grew up with that nigga being like the, the guy. What's happening on your neck of the woods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's his shit. Can't lose that guy. Anyway, yeah. Damn, can't even listen to that song about Lil Wayne Birdman no more. That's a good one. Anyway. Man arrested after like. snatching woman's $5 bill and eating it. That is, once again, a $5 bill, a Lincoln. That is one, two, three, four, five. $5 bill, a Lincoln. And eating it. <laughs> eating it. Missouri, white man. Final answer. Bill. And you are wrong. Florida man arrested after snatching woman's $5 bill and eating it. Henry Chambers Jr., 60, allegedly 60 years old. I, I feel like ending this whole call right now. I feel played. They fuck you. You ain't shit. Take that fucking shirt off. 
Take the shirt off. <laughs> you don't deserve to have that shirt on. Henry Chambers Jr., 60 years old, allegedly snatched a $5 bill from the woman's hand as it was being handed to her, according to reports. You white man? Not black, actually. Henry Are Chambers you Jr. The fuck you mean? He then walked away threatening her. Chambers said the victim would die before he returned the money and proceeded to put the $5 bill in his mouth, chewed it, swallowed it, and raised his middle finger. Chambers was charged with felony robbery and sudden snatching, which I did not know was actually a charge. Hmm. Sudden Quite impressive. Quite impressive, sir. Quite impressive, sir. Quite Florida, actually. I don't know if it's impressive. Florida. Then <laughs> put up a great, great little rap sheet for yourself, sir. Yeah. All right, I don't give a fuck. All right, man, fuck you. Fuck that goddamn game. Like I say, every fucking time we play it because you a fucking piece of shit. And that's the beauty of yeah. it. You never know, even when you think you know. <laughs> I don't expect nothing less from somebody that's a friend of George. What's your what's your social media? So let's get the fuck out of here. Busy nine three on everything, you bitches. That's B. I ain't gonna spell it out. B Z Z Y nine three on everything except the Instagram, which is well, my Instagram is busy nine three, so that's a thing. But uh, TN2M underscore podcast, that is the podcast Instagram. R slash TN2M, that is the Reddit Instagram. And, you know, my OnlyFans is the same as the other thing. So if you want to hit me up for special requests, uh, feet rubs, pics, videos, ball You're not hairs, deserving of that shirt. We got to continue either way it goes. That was a good one. You ain't, fuck what you say. You ain't deserving of that shirt. <laughs> Rest in peace, Nip Hustle, baby. Still don't make you deserving. And uh, hit me up on all my socials at TN2M underscore Ortega. Uh, let's make a Reddit poll on getting this nigga to take off that marriage bond shirt. Shout out like, to the deranged Detroit. Like gang for real. Shout out to the deranged Detroit. The OG fan. Enjoy your time out um, on vacay, my nigga. I mean, have a good time. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. We heard you. You know what I mean? Uh, we don't do shout outs. Shit. You know what I'm saying? The people like, that we know that years. don't make music and shit. You know what I mean? I don't even know why I do this podcast with my co-host. But by the way, along the way, me, uh, nigga, that's why. <laughs> you don't even make music, nigga. Uh, stream, art, stream artwork by a uh, by AOS and shit, aka George, aka um. Matter of fact, for her, Crimson Alchemist, relevant, hey, IQ sing. Joker. Why you love the crimson? This album. nigga that um that I do the fucking uh, podcast with, who's supposedly supposed to be releasing an album that I'm gonna buy for a thousand dollars in like three months. Um, I might charge him ten. No, I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna leak that bitch, nigga. It's not worth more than a thousand. I'm sorry. Uh, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, George Floyd. <laughs> I think uh, rest in peace, King Von. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the uh, to the to the Godfather, Clarence Avon. You feel me? Rest in peace, uh, Nip Hustle. You feel me? Rest in peace, uh, Brianna and JJ. Shout out to Dame uh, Dame Lillard for not dropping shitty bars. Uh, shout out to LeBron James for not being a bitch and bringing the NBA back next month. 
because it really depended on him. He gonna he gonna sit most of the season, but goddamn it, we needed the game back. Thank you, LeBron. Uh, God bless Steph Curry's jump shot. Um, so does. I don't know what else. What, so what, what, else, what else you got? Um. Oh yeah, fuck Trump. Uh, shout out to Biden. Kamal Harris, you cold. Um, what else you got? Oh yeah, Lil Wayne Coon. Fuck Daniel Hernandez. What you got? I'm gonna build on that. Um. Fuck Daniel Hernandez. Uh, such and such that you said is a coon. Fuck Trump. And God damn it, shout out to what will be, if not within these next four years, within the next four years, if not the next four years after that, the first female black president. And I don't even like oh. it like that. But you know what? It's gonna happen and goddamn it, I'm gonna vote for it. So suck oh, it. <laughs> I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop this hot take before we get out of here and shit. I dropped this shit on my wife earlier. So guess what? This is what's gonna happen. Just because I just been on the streak of predicting shit lately because I got the like the motherfucking aura of Tupac going through my soul and shit. Okay. Joe Biden gonna have a heart attack or a stroke within the first two years of his presidency, and then we gonna get the first black female president within this same motherfucking term. It's gonna fucking turn. Are you gonna take my take from two weeks ago and say it's yours? I literally said that two weeks ago. You went from hijacking AKAs to hijacking points, nigga. I literally said that two weeks ago. I said a little bird. Nigga, like two, three episodes ago, I said a little birdie told me that whoever wins, and whether it's Biden or Trump, the next motherfucker gonna die. And then when the next motherfucker die, if it is Biden, what's Kamala gonna be? I literally you didn't articulate like it like that. I did. Yeah, I literally did. did. I did. You did. It was you a two-hour episode. A lot of niggas might not have got through it, but if you sat through it. Please remind this nigga. I got through. I don't sit through our episodes. I know we do the episodes. This is for the people, not for us. We know. I'm God. (laughs) I do the blessing. Like y'all job is to receive the blessing. God damn it. I guess I'm a disciple then. (laughs) But whatever the fuck that means, preach the word. Check it out, nigga. (laughs) Episode one thirty of Nine Millennial Millennials podcast, House of Space Media. Oh shit, I gotta pee. We out this bitch. We'll be back next week. I need to eat. This nigga needs to get out and like remove that shirt from himself because he's undeserving and shit. Like, nah, like a Buddhist wearing a it. fucking I Catholic cross. Like get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Respect the man. Fuck you. Get out bitch, of I'm here. closer to having a fit than you. You got more pieces than me, and I'm closer to having a whole fit than you. Shut up. <laughs> I don't care about a whole fit. I'm trying to get the whole marathon fit. Be out in this yeah, video. But you, like, you can get it before I could yeah. and shit. Because the fat sizes go out later. You know what I'm saying? They sell out like later than like the skinny sizes true. do. The skinny sizes be gone. That might be true. That is true. That's why it sucks being a skinny nigga, don't it? <laughs> yeah, fat nigga privilege. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, we out 130. <laughs> In the shit, motherfucker, I gotta pee. Me too, bitch. Get up and go pee. I'm about to go pee too. Bye. Turn the fucking podcast off. God damn it. Oh, thought I ended it. Okay. Bye.